Lately I've been feeling things change We've been working hard, no sleep, get it every day And I swear that we ain't stopping till we pay Yeah, the pressure on, gotta make it work, triple play, yeah Week three, fantasy basketball. Shout out Ben Bow in our intro track. We had some uh, comments that went against it, but Metronomy Music and our local DMV artist, Ben Bow, put that together for us. It's, that's the anthem for triple play fantasy, all triple play basketball, baseball, football. I'm here with my guy, Doc Eric Mendelson, who doesn't need a costume on Halloween. He just throws on a number 10 Vancouver jersey every year, and it works. Mike Bibby's twin. What's up, Doc? Shout out for everybody that grew up, told me I look like Mike Bibby. Easiest costume ever. Coach, I agree. That intro is fire. Can't believe yeah, we didn't like it last week. Yeah, in the comments, let us know. Um, but, yeah, up-and-coming DMV artists. We're stationed over here in um, the Maryland area, Baltimore, um, both of us. Um just a little background, I'm Coach James Lewis, uh, kind of our lead basketball analyst over here. Uh, do fantasy, but I'm also uh, big on the draft prospects. So I, I come up with my mock draft videos that have done well, and it helps me shape up for when they get into the league. Um, I'm in three fantasy leagues, one on East ESPN, one on Yahoo, the other one, Fantrax, that we got invited by uh, Josh Lloyd, kind of the godfather of fantasy basketball. So that's kind of cool. It's like 360 teams. It's it's really legit over there. So that's our perspective here. Uh, we're talking mostly uh, categories, but we tap into points leagues as well. Uh, Jacob Dunn, who's not with us today, he's kind of our head on um, the points league since he's got several leagues there. Let's start with our games played. You got to know um, whether you're going to get more games or less. And if you're a Mavs, Nuggets, Pacers owner, you know, Jokic, Don, <laughs> two of our best fantasy players, Halliburton, uh, you got to know that you only have two games this week. So it might be an off week for you if you got one of those guys at the top. These teams have four, uh, nine teams, the Nets, the Hornets, the Bulls, Clippers, Grizzlies, Bucks, Raptors, Jazz, and Wizards. So if you want to get an extra game and you're looking at some of these pickup candidates and somebody plays for it, say the Hornets, because we got a bunch of players from the Hornets that we're going to talk about this week, maybe look at them. All the rest of the league plays three games. Let's get right into it. Our pickup candidates this week at the top of our list Dennis Smith Jr., it's going to be hard to find him on the waiver wire. We understand that, uh, but we definitely got to mention the top people um, if they are still luckily available in your league. Uh, Trey Mann, Josh Richardson, Nick Richards, Jalen McDaniels, Kevin, Marilyn, Herter, Headband Kev, and Malik Monk. Uh, Dennis Smith Jr., um, getting some hum hometown love and kind of resurging his NBA career here in Charlotte. Um, he's been going bananas with LaMelo Ball out, with Terry Rozier out. Um, just yesterday against uh, Steph Curry and the Golden State Warriors, he had 13 points, nine boards, eight assists, and a win. Uh, so you see he fills it up, up across the board, and he's been one of our leaders in steals. Um, I don't recommend that he's going to be uh, this super fantasy, going to win you a league throughout the whole year but he's definitely needs to be picked up right now. And he's rostered in 59% of leagues. Um, mentioning two big fellas for Charlotte. Yes. Last week we told you to watch them. Nick Richards 
Um, he's going to get you points. He's going to get you rebounds. He's not really going to get you anything else, but uh, he's that backup big position, and he's producing those rebounds at a high level, and he shoots high percentage. Not going to give you anything else, but you're looking for points and boards. Um, he's your guy. Now, Jalen McDaniels, uh, he is going to get you other things. Um, he's only 37% rostered, but he can get you some points, some rebounds, some assists, uh, defensive stats. He he has potential to get that, a couple, couple threes. Um, Doc, if you had a choice between the, the two big fellas from the Hornets, who you who you looking at? So I'm encouraged by Jalen McDaniels double double yesterday, the first of the season. But I'm actually going with Nick Richards, and I like the opportunity there, averaging 21 minutes per game this season, as opposed to seven and three before. So sounds like the Hornets trust him more, shooting 65% from the field, 12 and a half points, seven and a half boards. I mean, he looks the part and I think with the Hornets, who knows if they're looking to start trading pieces. I think that Nick Richards is someone they keep a little bit more long-term. Jalen McDaniels may be somebody they trade. Yeah, and we've seen uh, Gordon Hayward's been balling, uh, filling it up. We'll see how long he stays healthy. Kelly Oubre has been a big pickup. I know I got him late in a, in one of my leagues, and he's been uh, it's been a big benefit thus far because there's a lot of usage <laughs> without Ball and Rozier out there. Um, so get them while they're hot. They're uh, playing at a high pace too. They are. They're going up and down, and they're they're you know they're shocking some people. Um, beating Golden State are are defending NBA champions. Uh, uh, Trey Man, so uh, man boy is what I call him because he looks like a boy, but he plays like a man. He's very smooth and skilled with the rock. He didn't have a great game last night with only four points, but on the season he's averaging thirteen, giving you three boards, three dimes. Uh, not a great field goal, high efficiency player. Uh, you see that with young guards, uh, but he can fill it up. He can really hit some threes when he's hot, give you a swipe. Uh, first, the Clippers, it was on full display at 25 points, four boards, four dimes, hit two threes and two swipes. So uh, the potential is there when he plays. And you, you always got to watch these OKC players uh, with their injury reports and whatnot. And sometimes riding a hot hand like Trey Mann, uh, can benefit your no, team. This is where we're going to have our first disagreement, Trey Mann. You said I could disagree with you before the show started. Yeah. Little, tell, tell me no. Tell me little, why. Little, little inconsistent. Uh, we did yeah. see it with the Clippers, 25 points, 10 to 24 from the field. But that three-point percentage, even in that game, shot 2-8, 27 for the season. He's giving you a little bit of rebounds and assists, 3.2 of each. Now, what I really like him for is steals. James, you know I'm a big steals advocate. But not giving you consistent scoring, he's never going to give you a block. I just think there's better candidates to add, um, you know, foreshadowing with Josh Richardson, the next one. But Trey Mann is just a little too inconsistent for me. So you're going to go with Josh Richardson, which is he's more heavily available. He's a 26% roster and he has that shooting guard, small forward eligibility. Tell me what you like about Josh Richardson in San Antonio. So first thing is the opportunity. Unfortunately, Primo won't be with the team after there have been th some things that came out. And Josh Richardson has, made, has been the main beneficiary. He's played 31 and 33 minutes in the last two games, averaging 11 and a half points, four rebounds, eight assists, one and a half steals. He's been in the league for a while. And I think with San Antonio, they knew exactly what they're getting. They need a little bit of a veteran presence. And I, I, I've always been a Josh Richardson fan. I just don't think he's always had the fair opportunity playing with the Heat and Celtics that have had deep rosters. And I think he's really going to have a chance to show. 
And when he was in Miami and they put the ball in his hands, that's where you saw him play his best basketball. And you see them in San Antonio, it's doing the same. Didn't work out for Boston, but I think it's a matter of fit and where he's playing. And what's shocking to me and stands out and makes uh, Josh Richardson somebody that I recommend you picking up in 12-team formats is his, he's shooting a three-ball. He's never really been a, a high three-ball shooter, and he's giving you over two a game, and he's shooting uh, a fair amount of them, shooting at a, at a good clip as well, and he's getting some time. So uh, I would recommend Josh Richardson over uh, Trey Mann as well because of the consistency factor, and right now it's just – Seems like San Antonio needs somebody to reap up that usage. Um, moving on. Uh, this is my number one guy. If he's there, 52% rostered, so he's not available in all the leagues. But headband Kev, Kevin Herter, uh, Maryland University's finest uh, stand-up. On a season, he's averaging 17. He's a flamethrower right now. Four threes a game. Uh, he's had a game where he hit six against Portland in the opener and just last night, he had seven against Miami. Uh, he, he can dime a little bit. He plays the game of, like, very smart IQ. Um, he can fit in on any team. And I saw, I know Miami's watching him on the other end. Like, how can we get this guy on our team? He looks like he fits our mold. Lakers need him even more. Yeah. <laughs> how could they? If they could pull off him and then, hey, let's bring Malik Monk back. So he's another guy that, you know, you could pick up just maybe he's more of a watch uh, contender, but he's starting to get it rolling a little bit. He didn't play as much yesterday because Herter was going bananas. But in the two games prior to that, he had 15 points, 14 points, and he's dropping dimes. This is the big thing. His seven assists against Memphis and eight against Golden State. Where is this coming from? Uh, Playmaking Malik Monk. Maybe LeBron uh, shed some of those playmaking skills over to uh, good old Malik Monk. And uh, shout out the backcourt of Kentucky having a resurgence. Him and uh, Fox is going crazy this year, even though Sacramento has had the toughest schedule in the NBA so far. Don't write them off just yet. Finally got their first win. Yeah, after – I mean, I, like I said, they played Memphis. They played uh, well, the Nuggets. They played um, the Warriors. They just played the they had a gauntlet. And it's a whole new it's a whole new team, but I love me some Keegan Murray, uh, my favorite for uh, rookie of the year. Well, I don't know how you can overlook Paolo, but we'll see. We'll see what happens. Maybe winning becomes a factor here. Pick up candidates. Uh, Bismack Biombo started the second half and he got 11 points and 13 boards. We know that he produces that and gets blocks when he plays. We'll see how long Aiden is out with his ankle sprain. But this week, uh, you're going to want to stream him. For a couple of days, and then Bull Bull, I'm gonna let you take it away because this is your guy. Bull Bull, my guy, finally getting the playing time. Three games with 20 plus or more minutes, averaging six rebounds on the season, 2.3 blocks, blocking shots with ease. Barely has to jump. Playing <laughs> a little bit at the point. We love Point Bull here, but 64% from the field, 2.3 blocks per game. He's only averaging 0.2 steals. He has one steal on the season. I see that going up with how lengthy he is. I can't imagine that he that's going to stay that number. So I love him rest of season. I love what Orlando's toying out with, trying different lineups. And somebody right now that, hey, if he's available, I'm grabbing him. In the you know, league with James and I, I made sure I got him early. But you can't teach height, and he's 7'2 with a 7'8 wingspan. And everybody loves a power forward center eligible. 
and he provides that and you know his minute block per minute rate is at the highest of the league so while he's getting minutes with no Cole Anthony and Markel Fultz and the rest of the Orlando Gary Harris like they don't have any bodies so throw him out there we're not trying to win we'll just you know, continue to groom uh, Wagner and Paolo and, and throw Bo Bowl out there. They're just an exciting watch. Um, on to a rookie that I have my eyes on. Now starting for San Antonio, that's Jeremy Sohan. Uh, and he fills it up uh, in the last two games, 13 points, six boards, five nines. He can hit a couple threes, one and one. Everybody loves a, a steal and a block candidate. Um, and he just plays a smart brand of basketball. I love his fit with San Antonio. I think it's just going to grow as in season goes along, I know people have been watching Zach Collins because uh, what he does when he does play in his like 15 to less than 20 minutes a game is he's getting you blocks, he's getting you assists, he's getting you rebounds. So uh, that position is something to watch. But right now, Jeremy Sohan is getting the starters minutes and he's closing the games. He's been impressive. What are your thoughts on, on, on Sohan? Yeah, so – once again, he might be someone that uh, has a little bit more playing time with Primo out. Once again, it's a little bit more speculative, but the Spurs are trusting him. I mean, right away, he's played in at least 20 minutes, five out of the six games, and he's getting a little bit more aggressive. His shot attempts the first three games, eight, four, three. Now we're seeing nine, 13, eight. They're trusting him a little bit more with mm. ball. As you mentioned, six rebounds, five assists, a block and a steal. You love people that give you the stocks candidate. So, yeah, if he's available, I would add him. I mean, he's available in, in many, many leagues, only 14% rostered. Um, Andre Drummond is only rostered in 45% of leagues, but he's still a rebound machine. He didn't play yesterday with his shoulder, something to watch, but he averages double-digit rebounds in like 15 minutes. It's crazy. And then against San Antonio in his last game that he did play, 17 points, 14 boards, three steals. Uh, he's not really getting you the blocks, but he's been sneaky really good at steals his entire career. And if he gets minutes, he gets your rebounds. I mean, I wouldn't say he's a must roster, but you know, numbers don't lie. And that's a There's lot something, of something I, I want to say bad things about Andre Drummond, but I can't. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I do too. Uh you know, our our friend of the of the family, um, Brad Kilgore loves him some uh Andre Drummond. So we'll just we'll leave him alone for now. Now drop candidates, uh Isaiah Hartenstein in 12 team leagues. You think about him, maybe he's rosterable in your last person uh, with Cats, but he's not getting as many minutes as I thought he was going to get. Uh, Mr. Robinson has is, is kind of got that locked up. He played 40 minutes game one and hasn't seen the court nearly as much. Um, Santi Aldamazan, um has been trending downward as well. He's still holding down that starting spot for Memphis. Um, so I'm talking maybe last roster on your on your team, but – Dylan Brooks and Katz, I would cut him. Um, he kills you in field goal percentage. Now, in a points league, he's definitely rosterable. He's somebody to own, but I don't know why this guy shoots more shots than John Morant. It just boggles my mind. Uh, Ijax, Isaiah Jackson, he's had two good games out of six. Yeah, he's going to get you blocks when, he, when, he's, when he's playing, but it's just not looking like there's something there with uh, Miles Turner back in the fold. And Chris Duarte, who's been playing for the Pacers, man. He his usage and just his efficiency. Last year he was a hot pickup at the start of the season, but he's not somebody you should own anymore. So um, I'm cutting ties with most of these guys here. Um I'd rather have these safe candidates. Caleb Martin, Ty Jones, Will Barton, Kevin Love, Royce O'Neal, Grant Williams, Bruce Brown, all 
kind of fill you fill it up through the categories and they're widely available in most leagues Royce O'Neal plays basically the whole game every game and he gets you those defensive stats he might not score double digits uh but he 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 shoots a high percentage from the threes and so those guys are safe to own like I I have no problems if you keep those guys rostered um, people to watch or people that are bubble candidates, you could pick up Bones Highland in his last game, hit seven threes. He went crazy, 27 points. And then Mo Bama uh, had 19 points, six boards, two three-pointers, three blocks. Uh, fantasy owners of him last year are, are definitely watching him because he was a really good player last year. He's just not getting too many minutes behind Window Carter and Paolo. Any of these guys that you would click a, a pickup, Doc? Yeah, I like Lonnie Walker. The okay. Lakers have a really aging roster, so you never know when Anthony Davis is going to sit out. LeBron has played in every game this season, but if the Lakers keep sliding, maybe he takes some maintenance days. And Lonnie Walker has played 20-plus minutes every game, played 30 and three out of the five, giving you double digits, three out of those. Mostly good for scoring. He is good for 1.2 steals and 0.8 blocks per game. And maybe if he gets a little bit more minutes, we see those go up from there. But he will kill you from three, 14% for the season. So will every other Laker. As you're talking, I'm like, man, he's he gives you a Trey Mann production. It's like <laughs> they're like the same guy on paper. They look totally different, but uh, he's going to kill you field goal percentage, and he's going to give you like 15 and not too much else. Um, as we wrap up and get out of here, uh, Sunday streamers, guys that play back-to-back on Sunday, Monday, somebody that you may be dropping Tuesday morning, uh, the the Zards, you got Billy Badass, Will Barton. Uh, you think about Denny Osvia, uh, the Clippers. Uh, two guys I want to highlight, Marcus Morris. Uh, he's in his three games, 15 and five. That's high production. Reggie Jackson last game had 18 points, four assists. And last year, he was a dog. And you know in back-to-backs, that means Kawhi's not playing. That means John Wall's not playing. So they might get some extra bump there. And Marcus Morris is playing. Uh, you think about the Rockets, KJ Martin, Tari Eason, people to watch, the Pistons. If Jalen Duran is still there, he's, he's getting you points, he's getting you rebounds and, and blocks. He's a definitely a, a hold candidate. Uh, we told you to pick him up last week. Um, any any Sunday streamers, maybe somebody I didn't mention or somebody you're like, you got to get this guy. Doc. No, I think you covered it really well, especially with the Clippers. The load management, keep, keep looking at the young guys from there, and maybe not even the young guys, but the ones that are under-rostered because – Kawhi's not even playing every game now. And so you want to look for – and I've, I've harped on it a lot. You want to look for opportunity. You want to look for people that are playing minutes. You want to maximize the lineups you can. For teams that have two or teams that have four, look more, look less. And what the, what the hell is up with Kawhi? Why doesn't he Why doesn't he play? Even when he does play, he's like 20 minutes. Like, he hasn't played in a year and a half. Like take the seatbelt off, people. Let uh, uh, unless it's like it's really something. It's bothering I think it's it's because they paid him and they have championship expectations and they want him to be available for the playoffs. This load management is crazy. If I'm a Clippers fan, I'm kind of (laughs) like, wake me up in June. You know, like I can't do this regular season crap. But anyways, I digress. Uh, Also, the last thing on Marcus Morris, he is power forward center eligible, twenty two percent roster. So. That's definitely something to highlight. Um, We're out. And until uh, next week, please hit the subscribe button if you liked it. Uh, Give us comments. We comment back. And we'll be back here next week. Thank you, Doc. This was awesome. Good show. Thanks, Jags.
Lately I've been feeling things change We've been working hard, no sleep, get it every day And I swear that we ain't stopping till we pay Yeah, the pressure on, gotta make it work, triple play, yeah